0: So, today's episode 154 of the Jimmy's Table.com podcast. I'm going to talk about my first solo cruise vacation and how I caught COVID along the way. For those of you who frequently listen to the Jimmy's Table.com podcast, you've probably noticed I've been missing for a couple of weeks. And that's because, well, I went on my first ever solo vacation. And I also went on a cruise during this process. And I've also caught COVID. <laughs> And, uh, so I'm kind of still living through and processing all that. And I'm still enjoying, I guess you could say the afterglow to some degree of not only my vacation, but, uh, trying to recover from COVID. So here's today's podcast and, uh, let me tell you about my experience. So as I announced on my previous podcast, I'd be floating on a boat for a little while. And recently I went on a Carnival cruise trip to the Bahamas It was my first ever solo vacation that I've ever gone on by myself as an adult um, and as a child too. I I wasn't prone to taking solo vacations as a child um, or vacations for that matter as it is, but uh, first time ever just deciding, hey, I'm just going to go unplug and go off by myself somewhere. And that was kind of an experience, but it was an experience I realized in retrospect that I... I really much needed. Um, I, I came to the place a couple months ago where I just realized that, especially because of the events of the past year in my life and going through a divorce and all that had entailed, and, and living through a couple years of uh, living through the pandemic and just not having had a vacation in a while, I just kind of realized that, man, I'm running on fumes. And I felt like those fumes were, you know, definite indication of burnout um, and a realization that I just needed to pull the plug on Jimmy and all that's happening in Jimmy's life and that there was nothing healthy about the rate at which I was ultimately running and pushing myself. Uh, Don't get me wrong, I I believe in the Protestant work ethic and working hard and, and working hard to the point of where you realize that you need a rest. But I think along the times of working hard and realizing you need a rest, you need to actually not be afraid to acknowledge such and actually be willing to pull the plug on that Protestant work ethic and take a Sabbath rest. Uh, God, of course, made the Sabbath day for a man for a reason, and while I believe we aren't under any ethical and moral obligation to do a strict Sabbath day observance anymore because of the new covenant that is in Christ, I still think the idea of definitely taking a Sabbath rest and an extended Sabbath period to still be a good just moral practice and something that we should do. As individuals, that we shouldn't just work ourselves to the bone, that we need to realize that there is a God who wants us to enjoy a time of rest, uh, to trust Him for our finances, to trust Him with our economy, uh, and to take just a time to unplug, to unwind, and to just you know refresh ourselves, because man is not meant to just constantly work and produce. Uh, but man is meant to take times of refreshing uh, away in the presence of God and to, and to ultimately just trust God with all of our toil under the sun. Um, so it's good to work, and it's good to work hard, and it's good to work to the point of physical and mental exhaustion. Um, but it's also good to recognize saying, hey, I need a time out. I need to unplug. I need to unwind. I need to refresh from all this because we aren't meant to do this all on our own. All of our, all of our, all of our toil and all of our hard work is meant for us to ultimately enjoy the fruits of our labor under the sun um, and to ultimately trust God for the outcome of our output and all that we do. So I decided ultimately, man, I need a vacation. And I decided to go ahead and take that vacation. I reached out to a friend of mine who's a travel agent, uh, and I decided, you know, I didn't even know where I wanted to go. I didn't know what I wanted to do, um, but I just knew that hey, this person is a trustworthy person, and uh, they would be able to direct me into something that was within my budget and within my means, um, and to send me to the place where I knew I could get all the rest and relaxation that my heart desired. So I reached out to my friend April, uh, who has a travel agency business sort of gig. And uh, sure enough, she found me a place that was within my budget. And even though I've kind of been somebody who has has always been kind of, I guess you could say, anti-solo vacation, anti-cruise, because I've always thought, hey, you know, vacation is for people Who wants to make memories with somebody else meaningful in their lives? And what's the point of going and enjoying somewhere nice and far off and different if you don't have somebody to make those memories and enjoy it with? Um, And I always thought that. But I've realized now (laughs) that was wrong. And even though it's still a good attitude to have, it's still a great attitude to have. Like, I want to go make memories with somebody special. It's also good to realize that, you just need to go make, sometimes, memories for yourself and to do something just for you. So if you need a solo vacation, um, you know, I highly recommend it. Even if maybe even you're in a relationship with somebody. Maybe if you're married. Um, a solo vacation where you just go off and do something by yourself may not still be yet a bad idea. Um, I always found the idea, though, kind of strange because... I will say I am an experienced professional traveler. Once upon a time, I used to travel for the Big Bad Bank and traveled all over the country and and flew all over the place and did all the things that the Big Bad Bank wanted me to do while I was working for them. But, you know, I never had the opportunity in all my travel to really just go out there and enjoy. I was always on the clock. I was always going to court. I was always going to this city or that city. Uh, I was always hitting these airports all by myself and going to all these places and occasionally I would maybe squeeze in a special extra time while I could Uh, like once I found myself in Scranton, Pennsylvania and being a big fan of The Office I decided to go to the Dundermill Paper Company in downtown Scranton and got a picture of myself outside the and Paper Company uh, brick building that you see in the opening credit of the office. Um, But other than that, other than a couple uh, little fun places and things I went to uh, while in New York City or in Maine and a couple places like that, I didn't have a lot of opportunity to ever just travel and enjoy by myself. So... Being a little skeptical, I ultimately decided, hey, what the heck, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this even though my gut says this is the opposite of what I want in my life and and my experiences and my expectations. I just decided I'm going to do this and I'm just going to do this for me Um, and it's the exact opposite of what I would do normally for myself. But hey, you know, you only get to live once, right? YOLO, right? So let's just go ahead and pull the plug and do the thing that I would never allow myself to do in my own right because, you know, maybe I will be pleasantly surprised by the experience that I have along the way. And it turned out, while I traveling alone never appealed to me and traveling to the Bahamas never appealed to me, um, I'm much more of a, a cold... Uh, mountains sort of person, you know, I'd rather go to Alaska or something like that, you know. As it turns out, traveling by myself and going to the Bahamas by myself turned out to be exactly what I needed. I was skeptical about the entire idea of going to the Bahamas on a solo vacation by myself, but uh, I, was pleasantly ex- I was pleasantly surprised about how much fun I could have On a solo vacation. Um, In fact, the entire vacation ended up being a surprise in itself. uh, Full of surprises within the surprise. (laughs) And, uh, you know, that's something that really tickled me and something that really refreshed me. um, By how much fun I could have doing something I never thought I could have fun doing by myself. The first surprise that I experienced besides the entire, entire idea of going to the Bahamas by myself on a solo cruise um, was just how much fun a solo vacation could be. The second being all the wonderful people I met along the way. And the third surprise was how much beauty simply was out there for me to observe. Originally, I intended to spend Uh, Much of this solo vacation by myself and in solitude. And I did get a good dose of that. I spent some time just uh, reading a book in my cabin. Um, And I got a cabin with a balcony on my cruise. So uh, when everybody up on deck was having fun listening to music or dancing or, or, you know, joining in whatever sort of festivities were happening on top of the cruise um, i found plenty of time to find solitude and just plow through a good book that i had brought just for the occasion um and i really really enjoyed just being able to just embrace solitude and um you know just being by myself and my thoughts and and to spend some time in prayer um, which is something maybe you don't normally think about when it comes to a cruise is spending time in prayer but Man, spending time in prayer on a cruise, <laughs> highly recommended. Um, it was a great time. I was able to enjoy the balcony uh, that uh, my travel agent insisted I get. And I'm, I'm highly glad that I followed through with her advice because you when know, there was all sorts of noise and things going on, there was something about just being able to sit on the back of a boat and sit on a balcony by myself, away from all the noise, away from all the festivities. Um, and just to enjoy looking out into the ocean as far as one could see. Uh, I was able to see the edge of the world (laughs) Uh, and to enjoy just some beautiful sunrises and sunsets um, along the way. I'd never experienced a sunrise and sunset in the middle of the ocean before, um, but this cruise allowed me to experience both. And it was amazing just to be able to sit there And to look at the rising of the sun early in the morning on the back of a cruise line. And it was likewise beautiful just to be able to look into the depths of the ocean uh, as you saw the sun set uh, in the evening. And it was just an amazing thing. And it's something that I'm glad I was able to take in. Um, But you know, the second experience uh, with... All the wonderful people that I met away and the surprises that that brain was, wow, while I was originally just looking to be on this cruise and just to be kind of by myself, I also found that these cruises seemed to be set up in such a way that while you could be by yourself and enjoy just some solitude and refreshment by yourself, it wasn't hard to make friends along the way, especially if you're kind of like me, kind of a likable guy. Um, if you kind of have a, a warm and inviting, funny personality, it's not hard to start just talking to strangers while you're experiencing whatever it is you're experiencing on the cruise, especially as uh, it's, you're able to set up dinner arrangements in which you can be sat with strangers. And if you're going to be sat with strangers, you might as well start conversations with like, hi, how are you? And where are you from? And why are you here? Um, and, you know, it's, it's amazing the little conversations that will flow out of such things um, while you're on a cruise, especially if you're not adverse to engaging in a little small talk. And while some people may be allergic to small talk, I, for never one, have never been completely allergic to the idea of small talk. In fact, I, I rather enjoy it. It is a great way to get to meet people. And if you can exercise the ability to engage in a little small talk... Um, and actually genuinely enjoy people, um, you're going to find out a little bit more about some wonderful people. And since you're 3,500 plus people on a cruise all by yourselves in the middle of the ocean, well, if you're going to be out there for four or five days, and I was on a five-day cruise, you might as well get to know some people there along the way, because odds are, since it's a small-ish sort of boat, you're probably going to run into some people. Um... And there's a funny story with this entire running idea into the small people, being on a small ship with people and running into uh, strangers and running into them again. Because when I first initially came on ship, I met two lovely women by the name of Ella and Stella, who are cousins. Uh, They were on this, this as a sort of a girl's trip sort of cruise. And uh, they saw me being a little lost when I got on ship since it was my first ever experience on a cruise. Um, and I was, uh, trying to get some stuff situated and they kind of saw me and they, you know, helped me figure out some things, uh, while I was, uh, trying to deal with something regarding the bartender and getting initiated on board and getting checked in, uh, and they saw that I was having some, uh, linguistic challenges with some of the, uh, the staff on the cruise and they decided to, uh, help point me in the right direction um, and, and they were the first people that I ever met, Ella and Stella, and yes, that was their real names, that wasn't some name they invented for the cruise, uh, but Ella and Stella were like, hey, you know, we'll meet up again later, um, and, uh, we made promises to see each other and just be like, hang out maybe, and, uh, Ella and Stella, uh, ended up disappearing for a while, or rather, they didn't disappear, I disappeared, it appeared, um, and, uh, apparently I made quite the impression on Ella and Stella, um, and, Wherever they went on the cruise, they started apparently inquiring about, well, have you seen Jimmy? This guy, he's from Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, he's traveling by himself. Have you seen Jimmy? And uh, turns out we didn't see each other, even though we met to uh, meet up later that evening and hang out somewhere on ship and, and, and talk. Um, turns out it would be another three days before I would run into Ella and Stella again Um, and then when I did, I was coming out of one of the comedy shows on the ship and I just happened to bump into them and they were just like, it's Jimmy. And I was like, it's Ella and Stella. And, uh, (laughs) and so, uh, they, they, they shared, uh, with me how they had been looking for me and asking about my presence. And they even started a little hashtag, but where is Jimmy, Um, on their Facebook pages. Uh, they were taking pictures and saying, but where is Jimmy on the cruise um, and it just so happens that they just happened to bump into me, and I bumped into them, uh, and we had a good laugh about that, um, and we exchanged contact information so we could, uh, you know, meet up later. And then we hung out uh, for uh, a good deal of the rest of the time on ship. Uh, and so I thought that was just a hysterical story. Um, with with meeting Ella and Stella, these lovely ladies who, you know, saw this poor distressed guy hanging out by himself, trying to figure out his way on cruise, and they ended up rescuing me. And we just all hit it off and had a great time, uh, great conversations, and just a little fun along the way. Um and then I met other individuals not only like Ella and Stella, but Judy and Chris and Steve and a bunch of other people who, you know, I won't go into the details of the stories uh with them cuz maybe they're a little less interesting than <laughs> running into Ella and Stella and some of the uh but where is Jimmy hashtag uh sort of stuff that they invented um in my absence. But uh you know, individuals like Judy and Chris and Steve I met up and I just had these great conversations with these great strangers. Um, Who shared their live stories, who shared why they were on the cruise, uh, what they were looking to get out of the cruise, and just meeting people of all sorts of diverse backgrounds who had all sorts of fun stories. So even though I came on this cruise expecting to spend much of my time alone, and I I did get a good dose of alone time, don't get me wrong, um, you know, it was great being able to meet individuals like Ella and Stella and Judy and Chris and Steve and others who just, you know, ended up making my trip um, and my vacation a bit more surprisingly enjoyable um, and much more social than I ever expected to experience on this cruise. Um, So if you go on a cruise expecting to spend some time by yourself, you can certainly do that. Um, But uh, don't be surprised if you don't make some friends along the way and be open to such. Um, I I think you'll be pleasantly surprised at... The fun that you can have with complete strangers Even if you're normally a stranger danger sort of person who doesn't like making friends Uh with complete strangers along the way because there are friends to be made on the cruise And I would highly encourage you to be open to such Um second there was this entire Uh experience that I had at a carnival island carnival cruise island named half moon k In the bahamas um Frankly, it ended up being one of the most beautiful places that I've ever seen. Uh, the 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 teal blue waters, the crystal clear waters of the Bahamas, is like nothing I have ever experienced. Um, they're calm, they're still. They're not. Uh, there's not some sort of great sort of undercurrent in the ocean that can just sweep you out. And it's they're not murky. Um, there's not all sorts of stuff just swimming around. It's not dirty looking. Um, it's just calm and peaceful and beautiful. Um, and I was just able to, when I got to Half Moon Cay Island, just able to go out there and grab a a deck chair and some towels. And I was able to just soak up some of the sun while I was out there. But then I just spent a lot of time just floating and swimming in the beauty of the ocean that was there. Um, it was... Just completely enjoyable and relaxing, and there was nothing like just being able to do a dead man's float on the top of the ocean waters uh, for like what must have been at least half an hour. It felt like to me um, and you know getting some pretty epic pictures along the way. It was just as I closed my eyes and think about the beauty of the waters that I saw and seeing the ship off in the distance, I was sitting here thinking man like I need to make it a point to come back to places like this more often um, because I think in the hustle and bustle of life, especially for those of, love of us who live in busy, busy cities like Charlotte, North Carolina area where I live, uh, where it's very urban and suburban in nature and where you're surrounded by nothing but steel and concrete um, most of the, the days of your life and you're just surrounded by mobs of people. You know, there's nothing like just being able to get on an island like Half Moon Cay and while, uh, and just being able to walk a mile or two down the beach, you know, get off away from all the people and all the noise and all the music and all the festivities and just to enjoy the beauty of, of what you see and what you're, what the island has to offer. I highly recommend something like that. I, I never expected uh, to experience something like that. And... I will say Half Moon Cay Island in the Bahamas is great, but I will say a little disappointed, um, if I can be honest with you, in the Nassau Island experience that I experienced in the Bahamas. Uh, Nassau Island was kind of a dumpy version of Myrtle Beach. If you've ever been to Myrtle Beach, it's already nicknamed the Redneck Riviera um, or Dirty Myrtle, and it kind of has a uh, bad reputation as a vacation destination and the Carolinas, even though it's kind of a popular place to go. But I definitely felt that Nassau Island itself was a dumpy version of Myrtle Beach and the type of place that Walmart would open if Walmart was going to build a port city in the middle of paradise. <laughs> and that was very much my experience in Nassau. And even though I ended up having an overall pleasant experience in Nassau, don't get me wrong... Uh, I found some things for me to do. I took in some architecture, I took in some food, uh, talked to some locals, um, but I was definitely uh, accosted by panhandlers and people trying to constantly sell me stuff. Um, and it was just kind of this rundown port city um, that was very touristy feeling that um, didn't seem to have a lot to offer unless your intent was to buy rum and Cuban cigars. So, if you're, if you're wanting to go to an area where you can buy lots of rum and Cuban cigars on the cheap, um, then Nassau Island may be for you. Um, but uh, you don't get a lot of, I will say, in Nassau Island, a very unique sense of culture or um, the feel of another country uh, so much as you would hope. So Nassau Island, like I said, is very much the Walmart of touristy port city islands. Um, but I will say, uh, Carnival Cruise, the cruise line that I experienced, is definitely the Chick fil A of the sea. Um, their commitment to an outstanding customer service that I had while I was on the cruise ship was second to none. It was really short of nothing but being impressive. Everybody on the cruise ship, all the thousand people that run the cruise ship and work 16-hour days while they're on their cruise ship. Everybody from the room attendants who change your sheets and give you fresh towels every day to the bartenders, to the wait staff, um, to the customer service people, um, to the sales people, everybody on that ship was absolutely committed to making sure that I had a good time. Uh, the, the, you were addressed constantly by name. If, if, if anybody knew you, um your your weight your wait staff at the restaurants learned your name. Um the room attendants that changed your towels, they learned your name. They would inquire what you were doing, they would make helpful suggestions of things you could do while you were on board or while you were on the island. Um and it was just an amazing experience that I had from Uh, these hardworking men and women who were just dedicated to making sure that I could enjoy as much time as I could at sea, as well as the islands, um, and to just to be able to relax and and have a good time. And I'm sure their work was hard, and I'm sure it's not easy, especially as many of them um, travel for six, nine months at a time um, while they're on their contract work. Um, Many of the, the people who are on the ship are immigrants. Uh, I, from what I hear, um, sitting into a Q&A sort of session at, on the, uh, the trip, there are 60 nationalities on board of the, and with 1,000 people working on staff. They said only about 20 of those people were American. Um, but it was amazing that in spite of all the linguistic challenges and, and struggles these people might have in working and, and servicing a largely American audience, Um, It was amazing that uh, their level of commitment to making sure I had an excellent experience was just nothing short of amazing. Um, Like I said, everybody was committed to making sure I had a pleasant experience. And even though I did see some people uh, offering uh, difficulty to some of the staff that was on the cruise, um, they just continued to very much have a my pleasure sort of uh, mindset when it came to... Uh, making sure even those difficult people uh, had their issues addressed and uh, taking care of them. And finally, I just want to close out this podcast and this rant and me talking about my first cruise and solo vacation and talk about, oh, yeah, I picked up a little souvenir along the way. I picked up a little COVID-19. <laughs> and uh, I'm fine. I'm about a week into my covid Experience, But I will say I did have a rough couple days, even though I'm uh, fully vaccinated and fully boosted and Carnival requires everybody on the cruise be fully vaccinated and fully boosted and that everybody two to three days before they get on the cruise, uh, take a COVID test and come back negative. Even though I have uh, that going for me and did all that, I still managed to to catch COVID while I was on my cruise. Um, and I will say my COVID has been largely pretty mild. However, with that said, I did have a rough two or three days there. I had a rough two days of where I had a fever of 103 or more. And I ended up going to the emergency room uh, late Sunday night as a result of, of uh, my COVID, my temperature from COVID just being a little concerning um, and causing me to feel a bit delirious, to say the least. Uh, but, you know, the, the good people at uh, the, the hospital here in Charlotte gave me some sort of uh, IV cocktail uh, with some sort of drugs mixed in it and ended up breaking my fever and making me feel a lot better. Um, although, you know, with that said, I'm still not 100%. Uh, I've definitely been experiencing some brain fog, um, and, uh, not so much of a lingering cough anymore, um, but I'm definitely feeling a sense of being tired and exhausted and, uh, you know, like I said, suffering from a low brain fog. I do have moments of clarity, um, extreme clarity, but then I have moments of where I'm just completely lost and beside myself and not sure which way is up or down, uh, to some degree and the ability to hold... A concentrated thought is is difficult sometimes. Uh, the ability to communicate, not exactly 100% where I would want to be. Uh, <laughs> I sent out a yesterday at work, I sent out an embarrassing email in which I needed to notify some loan officer uh, that uh, the loan amount wasn't quite right uh, for this uh, loan that they were trying to make, only to realize after I sent out the email, um, I got a dirty email back saying, hey, idiot, like the loan amount is right. And then I relooked at the numbers and said, well, what do you know? They they are. <laughs> and I pro- profoundly and profusely apologized uh and uh you know, had to to eat some crow here um and uh backtrack and be like, "Oh man, I hope I didn't make any other major mistakes in my loan analysis for the stuff I do at work uh related to uh my underwriting." But uh I guess that's the little gift that COVID gives, right? But overall, my first cruise experience, in spite of me catching COVID and not being 100% what I want to feel like after having such a wonderful vacation, I will say, highly recommend it. Uh, First solo cruise vacation I ever experienced. Glad I went on it. Looking forward to going on another solo vacation, maybe sometime in the, not too distant future. But uh, because I've eaten into a lot of PTO at work, probably not going to happen again this year, especially with some other things that I have going on this year. Um, But I will say, I'm glad I did. I'm glad I took some time to get some much needed rest and relaxation, to enjoy some Sabbath sort of rest, um, to find an opportunity for me to to get rejuvenated, to, to rest, to enjoy the presence of God, to spend some time reading alone in solitude, to pray, and to enjoy not only that, but to enjoy the company of complete strangers, to make some new friends, and to enjoy some beauty along the way. And that did a lot for me. And even though I'm still fighting to recover from COVID, there's very much a real sense in which I feel you know, some rejuvenation from behind, all that. Um, And and, uh, I'm thankful that I had this opportunity and that I did this for myself because sometimes I think we don't take enough time for ourselves. And that's ultimately what um, the gift of rest is supposed to be, the gift of vacation, the gift of going on holiday is supposed to be an opportunity to take some time and rest away from our labors. to to enjoy the fruit of our labors, um, to enjoy um, a rest and a reprise from all the hard work and toil that we do under the sun. And it's something that we should seek out. And if you've not had the opportunity to seek out a vacation yet, or it's been a while, and you, you haven't had the time to unplug and unwind and to relax and to completely get away from it all, I think it's about time you consider doing such. So, everybody, this has been Jimmy Humphrey, episode 154 of the Jimmy's Table.com podcast. My first solo cruise vacation and, oh, yeah, how I caught COVID along the way. If this has been a great podcast for you and you've enjoyed this little rant of mine, uh, come back again next week and, and get notifications by when new podcast podcast episodes come out. Go to Jimmy'sTable.com slash subscribe and find your favorite way of subscribing. Uh, and if you've enjoyed my little rant uh, and you want to hear more um, and, and you want to let other people know about how you want to hear more, well, go to the, your favorite podcast app such as Apple or Spotify and leave a glowing five-star review. And if you wish to share your vacation or just to write me and ask questions about um, my experience, uh, email me, Jimmy Jimmy tablecom everybody this has been Jimmy Humphrey Jimmy's table.com where I'm having conversations about the intersection of faith life and culture take care everybody god bless and have a good one that's all I have to say about that that's the right on man you said it all